people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to this week's news, flashback fun, and teaser mini episode. I'm your host, Movie Guru. First off, I would like to wish a day late birthday to my cousin Sarah Hanna Wolf's twin girls, Sevilla and Avigali, whose birthdays, I mean, who they live all the way in Israel, who turned five years old yesterday. Happy birthday, you two! Happy birthday today to famous one-armed surfer Bethany Hamilton, Oscar-nominated composer John Williams, who, believe it or not, is 91 today. The late actor James Dean, born 92 years ago and gone way too soon at just 24 years old, actress Catherine Newton and actor Seth Green. Seth Green. Alas, it was announced February 5th, 83-year-old actress Melinda Dillon, who iconically played Ralphie Parker's mother in 1983's A Christmas Story, passed away January 9th. Miss Dillon also starred in Slapshot with Paul Newman, Steven Spielberg's 1977 hit from Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Magnolia, and many others. She rocketed to Broadway stardom with the play Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? But she left acting after a mental breakdown and to raise a family. She returned to Hollywood in her 30s and got Best Supporting Actress nominations for Close Encounters in the Absence of Malice. However, to millions of people, she will always be remembered as Mrs. Parker. Rest in peace. In much better news, another celebrity is entering the First Time Mothers Club in 2023. After a decades-long journey, 44-year-old Maria Menounos is pregnant. People.com announced the the fabulous news on February 7th, saying she and husband Kevin Undergaro are expecting their first baby. A rep for the couple confirms the people exclusively. Just after a decade of trying everything, we are so grateful to this beautiful family helping us to conceive our baby. The mom-to-be tells people, Kevin, my dad, and I are all beyond excited for this soul to come into our lives. What a blessing. Menounos, who worked with Family Match Consulting, also shared an emotional clip in which she watches an ultrasound video with her father, Contandinos, by her side. Oh my God, Menounos says in the video as she and her father watch. Guys, that's my baby. I love you. LeBron James is now the king of the basketball court. The HollyReporter.com proclaimed yesterday, LeBron James became the most prolific scorer in pro basketball history on Tuesday. With his 38,388 career point, James, a.k.a. the King, became the NBA's all-time leading scorer, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The Los Angeles Lakers forward set the record in front of a home crowd which included Laker legend Abdul, Abdul Jabbar sitting courtside. 
James came into Tuesday's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, needing 36 points to break the record. He did so with a 15-foot step-back jumper with 11 seconds remaining in the third quarter. The game stopped as James' teammates and family joined him on the floor, and the video boards in Crypto.com Arena played a respective highlight package of big moments from his NBA career. Abdul-Jabbar also came on the court to embrace James and hand him the ball that broke the record as the crowd rushes every time James touched the ball, chanted, MVP! MVP! James teared up as the Lakers' PA announcer told the crowd, Ladies and gentlemen, the all-time leading scorer, you have witnessed it, LeBron James. Congratulations! Huge news just broke, making all Disney fans scream, Yahoo! And what? Variety.com broke the news, said not but a few hours ago, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced several big news items for fans during the company's earning call for the year-end 2022 quarter on Wednesday. For animated film lovers, Iger announced that two new sequels to massive franchises Toy Story and Frozen were in development. A sequel to animated comedy Zootopia was also announced. The Toy Story franchise consists of four theatrical chapters and one spinoff, 2022's Lightyear. Although the latter film underperformed, Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4 both made more than $1 billion at the worldwide box office. Iger also announced that Pandora is coming to the West Coast via an avatar experience that will be coming to Disneyland in Anaheim. Currently, Disney's Animal Kingdom in Orlando features Pandora, the world of Avatar, an area dedicated to James Cameron's creations that features two rides, Avatar Flight of Passage and Navi River Journey. Unfortunately, Iger's call also revealed the company will be laying off that 7,000 employees. The news about the Frozen and Zootopia sequels are beyond welcome. However, it is the news about the Toy Story sequel is a little odd. 2020's two's loose Toy Story spinoff, Lightmare, did exactly do that well for the company or was welcomed in June. Plus, November Strange World didn't make as much as the company hoped it would, but who knows? Iger probably has some kind of a plan. Meanwhile, the first fro- <laughs> Prepare to be entertained again. Moviegoers will once again enter the world of Ridley Scott's Ancient Rome when Gladiator 2 takes the theater coliseums November 22nd, 2024. Nothing is known about it other than it stars Afriskan son Oscar-nominated best actor Paul Mescal as the grown-up Lucius. That's the nephews of Joaquin Phoenix's Commodus from the original film, if you can't remember. Deadline.com, which reported the news February 3rd, stated Nov 22nd is the weekend before Thanksgiving 2024. No other temples are currently scheduled on that date. 
Gladiator 2 will precede the November 27th theatrical release of an untitled Disney animated film. Tom Brady has found his next job. NFL.com announced Monday, February 6th, Tom Brady's career may, playing career may be over, but we'll have to wait for the start of his venture into broadcasting. Brady told Fox Sports 1's The Herd on Monday that he'll take a gap year and join the broadcast network for the 2024 season. I want to be great at what I do, Brady told Colin Cowherd. I was talking even last week with the people at Fox Sports and the leadership there allowing me to stop my opportunity in the fall of 2024 is something that's great for me. So I'll take some time to really learn, become great at what I want to do, become great at thinking about the opportunity, and make sure I don't rush into anything. The 2023 NFL season will be the league's first without Brady involved in some fashion since 1999, when Brady was a senior at the University of Michigan. Get ready to get another day of sun and... And City of Stars stuck in your head, Broadway fans. Damon Chazelle's award-winning 2016 musical drama La La Land, which won Best Original Song for City of Stars and Best Actress for Emma Stone, and up for other awards, including Best Picture, is going from the stage to this, from the screen to the stage. TheGuardian.com reported the news Tuesday, February 7th, saying the $470 million worldwide grocer, which was famously mixed up for the true 2016 Best Picture winner Moonlight for a few minutes with Envelope Gabe, will be heading to Broadway with music by Justin Horowitz and lyrics by Benji Pasek and Justin Paul, the same team who worked on the film. Mark Platt, who produced the film, has called the show the next exciting chapter in its evolution. A concert version of the film has been touring the world for six years. We've assembled a world-class team to create a musical that will delight La La, fans, La La Land's millions of current fans and introduce the property to a whole new audience, he added. The TheHollywoodReporter.com declared yesterday the date for Barbara Streisand's anticipated memoir has been announced. Viking, a Penguin Random House imprint, announced on Tuesday that Streisand's My Name is Barbara will be published on November 7th. With a career that has spanned six decades and featured dozens of books about her, Streisand will finally chronicle her story in her own words. In the memoir, Streisand will detail her life from growing up in Brooklyn to the early days of her career including her breakout performance in the musical and film versions of Funny Girl and the years of international star, superstardom that followed. It's flashback fun time with the Super Bowl and the Puppy Bowl being on Sunday. It's time for a triple football-centric flashback fun with three films I've done in the past, just not for a while. And don't worry, folks, I have perhaps one of the most iconic, most well-known and inspirational football films set for tomorrow. A film that uh, tackled its way to theaters, oh, about 23 years ago this September, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's field kick things off with the November 
20th, 2009's heartfelt release, The Blind Side. The drama, based on Michael Lewis's 2006 book, The Blind Side, Evolution of the Game, stars Sandra Bullock, Quentin Aaron, Kathy Bates, Tim McGraw, Lily Collins, with appearances by several former and current NCAA coaches, including Ed or- Orgerton, Nick Saban, and Lou Holt, doesn't need even a recap. Making 309.2 million touchdowns in theaters, the film rightfully earned Bullock a Best Actress Oscar for her phenomenal role as Tough as Nails, Leanne Tui, who you obviously would never want to cross or tick off. It also earned a surprise Best Picture nomination in its first year that the Academy rules enforced a mandatory number of 10, originally five, Best Picture nominees. But, alas, it lost to The Hurt Locker. According to IMDb.com, before Sandra Bullock, was, uh, who turned down the role three times because of her concerns of playing the part of a devout Christian, Leah, uh, Julia Roberts was actually offered the Leanne Tui role. Bullock thought her acting was so atrocious during the first two weeks, the first few weeks of shooting, that she actually considered dropping out. Yes, I know, scary. But director John Lee Hancock had worked so hard on the project, she didn't want to ruin it. Of course, she, of course she didn't quit and ended up winning the best actress Oscar for her phenomenal performance. What's also neat is that the real Michael Orr happens to be just two years younger than Quentin Aaron, who plays him. Orr was born in 1986, and Aaron was born in 1984. Coming to the theater gridiron fields on October 8, 2004, was the sports drama Friday Night Lights with Billy Bob Thornton, Lee Thompson Young, Garrett Hedlund, Tim McGraw, Amber Heard, and Luke, Lucas Black, and Derek Luke. Based on H.G. Bassinger's 1990 book, Friday Night Lights, A Town, A Team, and a Dream, it centered on the coach and players of the 1988 Primean High School Panthers football team in the iconically strapped town of Odessa, Texas, as they make a run for the state championship. It made 62 million goals in theaters, a five-season NBC TV series of the same name bowed on October 3, 2006 and ended February 9, 2011. According to IMDb.com, this is actually Amber Heard's feature film debut. She will also have to be born and raised in Texas. And before acting in this film, neither Lee Thompson Young or Derek Luke had ever played organized football. And finally, tackling its way to theaters May 27, 2005, was The Longest Yard, Adam Sandler's sports comedy remake of the 1974's The Longest Yard. Also starring Chris Rock, James Cromwell, Stone Cold Steve Austin, William Finchner, Nellie, 
and the late Burt Reynolds, who portrayed Sandler's role in the original film. Like the original, it's centered on a former washed-up, jailed, professional Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback who's made to assemble a football team of inmates to play against the guards in exchange for a shorter jail time. Despite mixed reviews, it still made $191.5 million field goal passes in theaters. According to IMDb.com, Burt Reynolds was supposed to have a stunt double when he gets hit by when he got hit by Brian Bosworth on a touchdown run scene. But he insisted on doing it himself, saying, I've got one run left in me. Bosworth himself was honored by the whole thing, stating, Who else can say that they got run over by Burt Reynolds? Reynolds did the hit in one take with no injuries, but had to be helped off the field. So the shots used of him being helped off the field were real. Here's what's coming up on tomorrow's show. I did it here, and I'm glad, glad I tell ya. Knock at the cabinet. Finally toppled Avatar The Way of Water. What? The Spirited Way play is coming to the United States theaters? Fall in love all over again with Jack and Rose's doomed romance when Titanic sails its way back into theaters. Just in time for Valentine's Day. <gasps> Guess what, horror fans? Scream 6 is going to be in 3D and getting a Super Bowl TV spot. And I Know What You Did Last Summer is coming back for a sequel. All that and much more. So be sure to tune in to 90.7 WKKL tomorrow, Thursday, February 9th at 2 p.m. for Midday Movie Madness. Also make sure to check out Midday Movie Madness' Facebook page for the live breaks or right here on the Anchor Podcast. So until then, my minions, be sure to stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye now.